0: It's time for another episode of the core extra podcast. Welcome to another episode of the core extra podcast. I'm Kurt and I'm Steve. And this is our back from Vegas show. As I put on Twitter, in the last month or so, one or both of us were in, what, Illinois? Yes. Indiana. Yep. uh, Michigan? Did you Uh, go to Michigan?
1: No, I'm going to Michigan. I was almost in Missouri.
0: Almost in Missouri. Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and of course, oh, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Nevada.
1: Yeah, and we were there to meet our fans. That's right.
0: Both of them showed up. So, yeah, so we've been traveling a little bit. Um, but the main thing is, we were out in Nevada again for our annual trip to Vegas, had a great time. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we stayed at the wonderful, very accommodating El Cortez El Hotel, Cortez. conveniently located at 600 Fremont Street, just a block from the Fremont experience.
1: That's a great commercial. It is. It was. It was pretty good.
0: <laughs> but And they are pretty good. I can't oh. say enough about their hospitality, uh, how comfortable they make you. I can't say enough about how they treat you, how you feel like you're home. It really is a homey place. Um, I know it's easy for me to say because they take good care of us, but um, I'm ta- as they said in Weird Science, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Sonny, is that it was really uh, a great trip, and it's always good to see all of the guys that, the El Cortez,
1: and they treat you like family.
0: They really do. 1941 is when it opened, and still going strong all these years later. This year, when we were out there, we ate a lot more at Seagull's. the uh,
1: very good restaurant,
0: the 24-hour restaurant there. And man, they have a little bit of everything. It seems like they have more stuff every year, <laughs> or, or at least we discover something they didn't have, they, 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 that we didn't discover before.
1: The greatest thing I like on the menu is the fourteen ninety five You must ask for it prime rib because oh, it's listed yeah. on the menu as thirty six right, but you have to ask for the fourteen ninety five and it's good yeah it's, it's real really good.
0: good. We want to tell you a couple of stories about Vegas. It has to start with our flight
1: oh yes, <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> now, when we flew out to Vegas, we wanted to get there. A day earlier than we usually do. So we couldn't take Delta. So we ended up taking a discount airline, which was fine. Yeah, it was, it was a nice. So Steve, uh, who is the, the official booking agent for the Core Extra podcast. Absolutely. Steve booked us in the very front of the plane. The bulkhead, I guess they call it. Y- the front yeah. row. Front row. Like Bob Euchre, we were in the front row. Now, there were some pros and cons about being in the front row one the pro being you get on the plane your seats right there you know you don't have to you don't have to uh, struggle and walk down the aisles and bumping people and all that now, a lot more leg room too a lot more leg room yeah it only yeah. costs $21 yeah that wasn't bad just no uh uh-uh. now one of the cons is you're right up there where the flight attendants are and it's constant banging and opening the drawers and closing them. terrible and it was terrible but the one part i have to tell you guys about halfway through the flight. Now you know it's like a three-hour flight, right? About halfway through the flight, <laughs> flight, I see the flight attendant who had, we'd been t- we'd been talking to her. She gets a bunch of like paper tiles together, and I and, and I'm, st- I'm I'm like three feet from her, so yeah, I'm watching yeah, her get these paper tiles. T- she's stacking them up, and she takes them over to the door, the door of the plane that leads outside, and stuffs them. In between the door and the opening, like to keep the air from coming coming in. It was too in. cold on them. It was too cold coming <sighs> in, and she stuffs the paper tiles up there. It's too, and I even put a picture of it on Twitter. I think. Oh, you did. I yeah. think I did. That's right. And I'm thinking to myself, there's first of all, there's air coming in the, p- <laughs> in the plane. Number one. Second of all, I'm thinking there's no other way to address this except stuffing the paper tiles. Up in the um, between the door and then the door frame. That's the only way to fix this. I, There's no other way to do it.
1: I would think they could put a bigger seal uh-huh. on the door.
0: You but would I think. Guess not. So so that made me a little nervous. But I saw something I'd never seen before because I never sit up there. Is when the pilots had to come out and go to the bathroom, they would take the food cart and block the aisle. Remember that? Yeah, they right would across the Yeah, you couldn't you vertical. couldn't Yeah, you couldn't get up there. You couldn't get up there when the pilot was in the bathroom. And they would stand there like like they were military. The 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 ladies would, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah. They would stand there like at attention. You know, you're not you're not getting past us. Now look. So get this. Being in the front, we thought there were only two flight attendants. Remember?
1: Yeah. There's tons of And it was like
0: three more in the back that we didn't yeah. even know existed. Didn't even
1: see S- they were slamming doors constantly. <laughs> constantly. I mean, it wasn't it, it. It was like when your parents would say, "Stop slamming the doors." It was
0: horrible. That's exactly what it was like.
1: I mean, you, I know they could do it a lot quieter. There's just no way that everything has to be slammed like that. And it was like, <laughs> remember, it was like, bam, bam, and then they'd open the same door up again, bam, 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 <laughs> right. bam. Right. Right. Uh,
0: so, so get this. So we start hearing the flight attendants complaining about some people in the back that won't wear their mask. Well, hold on a
1: minute. Let's start it from the very beginning. The the guy who gets in truck, the guy who gets on the plane, he's got a huge beard. And he's wearing a mask that I really don't see any problem with. The mask, where just figure one that covers your nose and mouth, like a medical mask, He's got one that covers his nose and mouth, but it goes all the way down over his beard. And they try to check him on that. Remember, they said, can't wear that. Right. I, I didn't see anything wrong with that. Did you? No. no. It was covering his mouth and his nose. Now, I have heard that those masks that, you know, you wear around your neck and you just pull up. I don't even think they're masks. What are they called?
0: Gators. They call them.
1: Gators. Kind of looks like a dickie that women wear, right? Right. Pull it up, but right. he—that's what he had, and but it covered his whole face, his whole mouth. It, you couldn't even see his beard. I mean, this this dude had a long beard.
0: It was it was it was a little shorter than the ZZ Top beard, but yeah, it was long.
1: Yeah. And that' that was the first problem with, with this guy. Right. And then you want to finish? Yeah. It?
0: So. They go in the back. I'll never forget. They were in r- somewhere between row 17 and 25, somewhere around there. They were in the back. And we, are st- we start hearing the flight attendants complaining about these guys that won't put their masks on. They're getting drunk. So we're not really paying too much attention to it. Because we're in the front row. Because we're in the front row. I mean, when you got these scoff laws in the back, you know. So. They keep talking about it, keep talking about it, and then the one lady says, well, we're going to put them on a the no-fly list. So she explains to me, when you go on a no-fly list, they just wait for you to get off the plane, and then they send you an email and say, you're, you're on a no-fly list. You can't fly back yeah. with us. And now what I couldn't get clear was, is that for all the airlines or just that airline? I, I don't really know yeah, the I, answer I to that. I wasn't sure about that either. But she said it lasts for five years.
1: And she actually came over, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, she came over like this.
0: Right. Right. That's how it all sounds. on But the what plane. she
1: actually said was, this is the last time I'm going to tell you to put your masks on. If you don't put your mask on, we'll handle your business. Right. Exactly. Were her exact words.
0: Right. And we were like, "What does that mean?" Yeah,
1: and and, and she was laughing about it, so we thought, "Ah, oh, she, okay, she's just one of those trying to pass the time." Because when she gave the announcements for everything else, it was always giggles and right, like
0: yeah, she was kind of a joker.
1: Like they threw her on this plane, like oh, I gotta fly on this plane, right? You know, so everything was like that. But if you remember, was I think it was they weren't like you said, weren't wearing the masks.
0: Right, that's how it started.
1: I don't want to steal your thunder here.
0: Not my thunder. You were there. But uh, <laughs> Well, that's how, it, that's how it started.
1: But the problem was, for the first time in 185 years, it rained in Vegas. You <laughs> right, right. <know? laughs> and we couldn't land. Couldn't land. Because the planes couldn't take off. It was raining that hard in Vegas. Yeah. Can could believe it?
0: And Vegas was happy about that. Yeah.
1: Oh, so we had to circle the airport. Well... You know, when you need to smoke, you he need, need to smoke. smoke. He, was, he had it all set for three hours and 37 minutes. Yep. But by circling, couldn't do it. So he pulls his vape
0: out. Pulls out the vape. And starts vaping. Starts vaping. And then they tell us that we can't move. Yeah. We, we have to sit still when the plane lands because they're going to come drag him off the plane. <laughs> and the only
1: thing that moved was what would you say was on the plane. It was filled. The plane was plane, filled. The plane was filled. So say hundred and eighty people? Yeah, yeah, I'd say. One hundred and eighty cell phones came
0: out. Oh yeah, boom, 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 Everybody boom, boom. Everybody starts video. I got it. Yeah, but no but nothing really happened. I thought they were gonna have to drag him, kicking and screaming. Yeah, he but went off pretty easy. Now I have to tell you, we did not know this was the beard guy. No, we did not know it was at, the bearded at, guy. Until he comes up there. Yeah. So so then of course People start flipping out because they have to wait another six minutes to get off the plane. Yeah. So now people are going crazy on the plane. And they're doing that thing, which is one of my pet peeves. Where And it didn't bother us on this one because, well, no, it did. We did have bags up there. Yeah. You know how you put your bag up in the over overhead bin? Well, we're in row one, but our bag is like in row three. There when is you, no you, bin in row one. Yeah, so yeah. you have to reach back. Well, they're all doing this thing like they're going to just brush past you, and you're not going to be able to get your bag. So I had to set a pick, like <laughs> yeah. like, like I was Dennis Rodman or something. I had to stand up and set, set a, a pick. pick and hand up. Yeah. It was like
1: the, the pick and
0: go. Yeah, it was a pick and roll. So And everybody's in a hurry now to get off the plane, you know, because they're partying in Vegas, you know. So uh, we finally got off the plane and everything's fine, but I don't know what happened to these guys. But when we got off the plane, they were standing there interviewing the guy, the marshals were. Because it was like four cops that got on the plane.
1: And it didn't really seem like the Marshals really wanted to take him no, off the plane. they because, weren't too excited about no, it. No, because they were like, well, I don't know if I should get on the plane. And the captain's like, well, I don't want to hold these people on the plane. It was like, should we let him off? Do we leave yeah. him on? You know. I was like,
0: don't they have a protocol to do this?
1: But they did take, I mean, he did go off. He went
0: off calm. I yeah, mean, he went he off know. real calm. Well, so. after we told him. We were with the Core Extra podcast. Everybody oh yeah! Everybody just yeah. calm down. Everybody just relax. Calm down. So then we get to Vegas. Now we fly out to Vegas on September 10th. So I have to tell you guys this story. So the next day, September 11th, we are we're in Vegas. We're running around, you know, watching the college games and all of that. So I want some ice cream. <laughs> so so I'm getting to a point here. So we walk down the street. We go to this ice cream place. Standing in line, waiting to get ice cream. And there's this guy in front of me. And he says, we start talking. It's, you know, it's September 11th. A lot of things are on television about the memorial, obviously. And he says to me, hey, man, do you remember where you were on September 11th? And I said, yeah. I said, I was, I'm from Ohio. I was driving from Columbus to Cleveland. And I say to him, I ask him, I say, hey, where were you at? And he start chuckling, he start laughing, he says, well, I was in prison. (laughs) And I said, oh, you were? And he says, yeah, man, he said, I was in prison. And I go, well, uh, how did you find out about it? And this is what he said. He said, well, he said, that morning, you know, I got up and I I did my morning ritual. Uh, Before breakfast, I smoke a joint. (laughs) I said, your morning ritual is to get up and smoke a joint? And he goes, yeah. He said, I'd have a joint every day before breakfast. And I said, now, wait a minute. You were in prison. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah. So I go, well, I have to ask you, how did they get this this these drugs in the prison? How you get them in? And he chuckled again, and he said, man, he said, right here off the top of my head, I could give you about 30 different ways <laughs> that we get it in. He said, so, but he said every morning I would have a joint before breakfast. He said, so while I'm smoking the joint, I see that the building is on fire. I walk to the mess hall, mm-hmm. come back, and now it's full-blown. You know, he said it's full-blown, Pentagon's on fire. He said the whole thing's going on. So then he tells me, I said, so did things change in the prison? He says, yeah, yeah. He said they took all of the people that they could identify as Muslims and separated them. And he said the other thing that happened was um, there was kind of a truce with all the race fighting in the prison. He said uh, we were all one as opposed to being separated by race. And I said, how long did that last? He said, oh, about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. He said, that lasts about two weeks. He said, after that, it was back to business as usual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? We all came together.
0: <laughs> For two weeks. He said, he said you know, it's kind of hard to come together. and You're looking across. Uh, you know, that's that guy that tried to cut me last week. Yeah. Now, now we're buddies. He said, that didn't last too long. He said, but um, even after things went back, he said, things were still different in the prison. And I said, well, could you still get your morning joint? He said, oh, yeah. He said, I can still get the morning joint. He said, but things were a little different in the prison. Even there, it was a little different. But, um, and then after that, we got our ice cream and went on. But I thought to myself, you know, only in Vegas would I hear a story like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know?
1: And the reason we didn't send any of individuals, it's still kind of, you know, the reason we didn't send any individual stories like we did a couple years ago, it's still a little scary with the COVID. a lot of people don't want to come up to you right so you know, and there's a lot of people
0: you don't want to come up no, to No 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 So yeah we had a great time in Vegas. did you, have a, you we had a great time I had a great we? time yeah. best time but we need to, we want to tell you guys some tips though Steve has yeah. a list in his hand right now. he has a list of uh, tips, and we're going to give our tips away free, not yeah. like some people right. charge right. for. Em. But uh, tell us, Steve, tell us how to maneuver around Vegas. Well, first of
1: all, you stay at the El Cortez.
0: That's number one. That
1: is number one. Any time when you walk into a hotel and the bellman, and I don't even know if they call him that anymore, but says, hey, it's the guys from Cincinnati. How you guys been? You cannot get that at when the Bellagio, which I will tell that story also, Anywhere like that. That's just not gonna happen. So I have a couple tips here. First of all, if you stay at the El Cortez and you bring your boarding pass in, you get a free spin of the wheel with a minimum of ten dollar free play. Right. Up to a thousand. Now we all know what that means. You're probably gonna win ten bucks, but hey, ten bucks, ten bucks. What you wanna do when you get to the hotel is you wanna get your players card. Yeah,
0: that's crucial. Yes, that's crucial.
1: Now, the best way to do it if you're there with more than one person is to get one player's card and both of you use the same one. In other words, I use the best thing you want to do is both of you is get a player card with the same name on it. Um, reason being is you are racking up points twice as fast, and points count towards freebies. So, Show, but now when you first get there with your boarding pass, you're going to have to show your license and get your own card, and then you take it over to the kiosk and you can win anywhere from ten to a thousand dollars free play. But after that, everybody w- uses the same card. If husband, wife, two friends, whatever, use the same card, it runs up points. One of the things that Kurt and I do is. We always throw in, each of us, $500 into a pot. So we have $1,000 to play on the slots between us. In the past, we would go to a different hotel and say, hey, how about it's time for a $100 play? And I might put $100 in and play it through to there was nothing or win, and then we'd split the money, and we'd go to another hotel. Well, we decided this time to do it all at the El Cortez. So we put our $500 each into the machine. That's 1000 bucks in the machine. And we ran it through at $5 a spin. Remember, it was $5, hours, wasn't it? $5 hours a spin. Now, that sounds like a lot. A spin. And, and it is. It is. We normally don't play that. And we counted the spins off. So we had 200 spins. So... At the end of the 200 spins, I think we had something like $990. We had only lost $10. But you had run $1,000 through that machine. So it's not so much how much you win or lose. It's how much you run through the machine on the card. So the next night, we took that $900. We ran it through 200 times again. And now we got $1,400. So we had won $500, but we kept it on the slip. So now we'd run 2,000 through machines. 2,000 in points we've played. Usually, a lot of places who give you freebies only ask for 500 points, and they'll give you some freebies. So we take the 1,400, we run it down to about eight, but we run 1,400 through the machine. Now we got 3,400. I don't have to keep saying this, but you get my point. By the time we were done, we had run $4,000 through the machine at the El Cortez, but really it was only a 1000 bucks that we each put up. Now, you're not going to lose $1,000 if you put $1,000 in a machine, if you count the spins, and we did. So points are racking up. Now, that's not counting us playing table games and giving a card, us giving the card to the sports book while we make bets, if we go off separately you know if Kurt would go to bed at midnight and I'd stay up till one or so or vice versa we would use the same card so anyway the night you should always when your stay is finished the night before you leave you should always call down to the casino host and ask them if there are any freebies that you're entitled to And then what the casino host does is look at how much you've played. Now, for us, because we've been going back and back. Now, obviously, we're not big time, are we, Kurt? We're not big time spenders.
0: No, not until we sell the core extra jet.
1: Yes. So we're not big time spenders. Which is for sale, by the way. Always.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's the (laughs) only jet you'll see in the sky that has one of those little orange and black things it says for sale by owner
1: yeah we drag it behind it but um obviously we're not big time spenders but and since we go out every year and stay at the El Cortez we get what is it four nights free but we only stay well we stay four but Friday and Saturday is not free it's not free to us it's their big time. But they give us the casino rate. So it's about 130 a night on Friday and Saturday. Sunday and Monday is free for us. And you can get it free, too, if you go out there and spend enough time out there. But we charge all of our food at the, um, on the, to the room. We charge. They have a gift shop. All that to the room. So we call down the casino host. And he sees our play is over four grand in four, three days. That's a lot of money going through a machine. Now, we didn't lose four grand, but we put four grand through the machines. You know what they did? They waived all of our food. That was like $200, wasn't it? And they waived our room, which was $300. Right. So we basically went out there, airfare only. Got the whole room, all of our food. Now we still lost. You know, that's, that's you know, we made some goofy bets and things. But the room and the food, that was 500 hours we saved, 250 apiece. Yeah. So always use your player's card. And if there's more than one person, use the same player card. The only place you can't use the same player card is if you're sitting at a table game with someone. You can't throw both cards up. But if you're at one end of the casino and Kurt's at the other end of the casino, we can both use the same card.
0: Exactly. And
1: it just racks up points. You'd be surprised. I think $100 is is 10 points. And then they have 10 times days Uh at the El Cortez. But those are my tips to make Money and get freebies at the any hotel, but you're going to get a lot better freebies at the downtown El Cortez. If you look, voting wise, best slots, best hotel, best price, best food, best table game odds in in downtown. I think in all of Vegas.
0: Yeah, they always win. So it's a really good place to go.
1: That that is, I mean. We look forward to that every year. And and here's another thing to tell you. The owner of the of the sits in the bar area. Yeah, I mean you can literally talk
0: to the owner. Right.
1: Imagine talking to Steve Wynn. Right. Can't happen. I know I've said this before.
0: If you're gonna go to Vegas, give El Cortez a oh. try. And I do wanna say, listen, we're not being compensated for this or anything. We're just telling the truth. As Steve and I have come to quote quite often Like they say in Weird Science, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, sonny. (laughs) I'm telling you the way it is because, listen, like two idiots, we decide to go up on the strip and go to a buffet. Now, we want to go to this but Before we went, Steve started looking up all of these different buffets, right? we're going to go to a nice one. We won't go to a nice Not the Now, the El Cortez doesn't have a buffet. No, they do not. You know, so, and down the street from the El Cortez, the D, got him, and the Circa and all those places have buffets. But we said, we, we want to find a nice one. So, tell them what happened, how you came to give us, get us, I think, well, we didn't have reservations, but no, we went up no, to this buffet.
1: No. So, we go, I look up buffets, and, and, you know, we've been eating really nice food, at the El Cortez. But we're bigger guys. And we, we kind of like to chow down on some of that stuff. So I look for, and I even put it in, most expensive buffet. I get the Bellagio. So here I am. I'm thinking, this is perfect. The Bellagio. And I start looking up some of the stuff on it. And it, it is out of this world. Now, it's a pretty penny. It's 56 bucks. Eat there, but you're in Vegas. What's the difference? What's the difference? Sure. So you're in Be- you're in Vegas. So we take the Uber up there, which costs probably eighteen bucks. Yeah, about eighteen bucks. Eighteen bucks, and then we take the Uber back when we're done, which costs about eighteen bucks. Mm. So we're we're talking in the neighborhood of a hundred and sixty bucks for both of us to eat up there. Exactly. Yeah, somewhere. Well. Let me do my math again. 18 and 18 is 3,600. 136, maybe, to go up. 140. What's somewhere. the difference? With tip 150, costing us 150 to go up. Now, we never leave downtown when we're there, ever. So we decide this is, I mean, I look at the pictures. I mean, it's like, wow. This is it. First thing, when you get to the Bellagio, and I'm not bashing the Bellagio, it is beautiful. But the first thing is, when you get to the El Cortez, this is a funny story. I'm going to tell you real quick. And this is, this is right out of Kurt's mouth. We'll be downstairs playing, and Kurt will say, hey, I'm going to go up to the room. I'll see you in five minutes. He'll go up to the room. He'll be back in five minutes. At the Bellagio or those hotels on the Strip, if I was sitting down there and Kurt said, I'm going to go up to the room, i say, I'll see you in an hour. By the time right. you walked to the elevators through the entire casino, to the elevator, upstairs, back down, and walk back to me. It, it, let's just... It would be 45 minutes. Easily. W- at our hotel, you can go up and down five minutes. That quick. So, find the Bellagio. And I'm not... Bellagio, like I said, beautiful hotel. Beautiful. So... We're all excited. and We're going to eat a huge buffet. Now, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. It was brunch. Because I thought when I looked at pictures, I saw lobster tails and all kind of stuff. Right, right. So, it was brunch. So, we go in there and stand in line and get our food. Now, it, it's crowded, but there are 50 tables open. Oh yeah, but I think it's due to you can't get anybody to work anymore. So you know they limit the tables. So we get in there, we order, uh, we sit down and we first thing we do is we go up to the buffet. Now I always like to walk a buffet, just to see you know scout it out. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs>
0: because they might have some food he's never seen before. Yeah,
1: so you know, I mean let let's face it. Well, you got to get your game plan. Yeah, you go up to a buffet and there's mashed potatoes. You you I mean, you pass it by.
0: Well, you can't go up. You can't approach a buffet all willy-nilly. No. You no. got to you got to have a game plan. Right.
1: You got to go the whole length of the buffet cuz they right. may throw something at you that you haven't seen before, right. which we were expecting for $54. Right. So they did have an omelet bar. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yes. Which was nice. But being it was brunch, they didn't have much stuff, I didn't think, did you? No. It wasn't worth $54 in any sense. So we each went up and got three plates. And um, I could tell by how much food we left on each
0: plate. It wasn't going well.
1: It wasn't going well. I mean, when you go in there and there's pancakes that there's probably a hundred in a stack. You know they're cold. All oh, yeah. food was cold. Yeah, everything was just nasty. So
0: it, you, it really, it truly, and this is not a slam. It just truly wasn't good at all.
1: No, you always have a saving grace at a buffet, which is the dessert area. Always, there always are about thirty different types of desserts, which this one had. Right, thirty different types of desserts. A whole bunch of cakes cut into little squares that were probably a half an inch high, and you would get chocolate cake, say with blue icing, yellow icing, green icing, and red icing and that was four different desserts right um carrot cake dry as could be,
0: very dry that's what i tasted
1: the, uh they had puddings that i mean listen to what listen to my desserts puddings cakes carrot cakes i mean that's it right so we were highly disappointed so i went to the uh, lady afterwards and i said look we drove all the way from downtown to the bellagio which is i imagine the rooms are about three four hundred a night easily so you would think the food would be outstanding terrible the buffet was terrible.
0: Right, we didn't like it at all.
1: No, huh? Now that's just us speaking. And I think it was because it was the Bellagio. Uh-huh. If you were thrown that at, say,
0: no, I wouldn't have liked it anywhere we went. Bad so, is
1: bad. So we we complained, and the first thing the lady said was, well, "I'll go talk to the chef." And I, and I said to her, I said, well, I don't know what you're going to do talking to the chef. He made all this. What's he going to do? Yeah. She said, I'll tell you what. I will give you half your money back. And, I mean, I guess for $28, I mean, we each had four. I had three orange juice, and the omelet was halfway decent. So I guess right. that's $28 in a, you know, in a restaurant.
0: Could be. Could be. So,
1: But not what we expected.
0: No, I was very disappointed.
1: I give it a very low rating. I mean low rating.
0: Now, if you want to go up there, go ahead. Yeah. Your opinion might be different than ours. Yeah, sure. But uh, we didn't care for it at all. Sure. Always, though, go to Seagulls downtown, El Cortez. You must.
1: The best food I ate, didn't you think? Best spam I ate. I was going
0: to say, Steve. Oh, but look, you have to look on on our Twitter page and find it. Uh, I'll put the picture on there. It's either that or Instagram. Check them both. That Steve had some scrambled eggs, right? Oh, yeah. And he yeah. asked them could they put some cheese in the scrambled eggs. <laughs> and they just put a square piece of cheese on top of the egg. It must not be asked for that much out there. It must not be. Yeah. I don't think they knew
1: what I was asking for.
0: Which is possible.
1: You know, which is possible.
0: Maybe that's a Midwest thing. I don't know.
1: But I will tell you this. Kurt did not have chicken fried steak.
0: No, I didn't.
1: I didn't country do it fried
0: this country fried steak.
1: Let me let me add this. Kurt did not have country fried steak at all. Last year he tried it at every restaurant right. that we went to. But this year we only we only hated seagulls. In White White Castle, we ate White Castle's one day, right? And that's a funny story because we're in Cincinnati, and I can't tell you if this is the original place for the White Castle, but it's been here for fifty years. Yeah, yeah, ever since I was a kid, White Castle's been here. Oh yeah. So well, I can tell you it's been here since 1921. Right. (laughs) Well, that's when it's that's when it started. Yeah, this is the hundred year anniversary, and they're giving out some kind of White Castle. But we go into White Castle here, and I went up and ordered. And she tried to explain to me what a White Castle was. Exactly. And I'm like,
0: I I get it. Exactly. Don't worry about it. But overall, we had a great time oh, in yes. Vegas like we always do. We can't wait to go back again next year. We might have to adjust some dates next year, but that's all right. But uh, we had a great time there. Can't wait to go back. And we'll, we'll, we'll tell you guys about our other travels uh, in upcoming episodes. But uh, we wanted to get... You know, get the Vegas stories out there and tell you about them. We have a few other stories about Vegas, but we'll share those that's coming up. But, Steve, you know what it's time for now. Oh, yeah. It's time for our feature, our sports feature, all sports feature, the pre-snap read. So, as we tape this, it's it's Monday, September the 27th.
1: You sure it's not August?
0: Uh, It could be August, because I just said that, but I cut it out. (laughs) So... So, yesterday was Sunday, August. See, I keep thinking it's August. The bottom line is the Bengals played Pittsburgh yesterday. (laughs) That's it. We played the lowly Pittsburgh Steelers. Beat them to death. Beat them like government mules. Yes. Now, there were some big things happening yesterday. Of course, the Bengals destroyed Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. I don't know. I don't, the, the only way this game could have been any better was if we were eliminating them from the playoffs. Yeah, and I don't that's think that's going to happen this year. That's the only way it could. Well, you know, Pittsburgh. Well, you know, oh, yeah, they they're not going to be in it. Because they yeah. are bad. So, listen. Joe Burrow had three touchdown passes yesterday. Uh, two to Chase, one to uh, Boyd. Yeah. One to Tyler Boyd. Our defense showed up. We're clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, we are. We're good. But I have to give you some information about the Bengals. Now, everybody was th- – not everybody. A lot of people were throwing a fit. A lot of people were throwing a fit when Chase dropped some passes in the preseason. That does not seem to be an issue today, right now. Chase is uh, doing well. The All the receivers are doing well, actually. We don't have any big holes. But let me tell you how big this game was yesterday. It was huge. This game was huge. Now, get this. Let me just take some in order here. Yesterday was the first time the Bengals beat the Steelers by 10-plus points since 1995. 1995. Also, this was the Bengals' first win at Heinz Field since 2015. Can you believe that?
1: Yes. I do believe that.
0: Going into this game, the Steelers had a 75-game sack streak. I saw that. One sack in at least 75 games. No sacks yesterday against Joe Burrow.
1: With our supposedly weak offensive line, who's looking better and better as Joe Mixon leads the league in rushing.
0: Yeah, Joe Mixon leads the league in rushing. Unbelievable. So, here's one I read. Lance McAllister, local guy here. Yeah. He's, he, he put – well, but he put this, he put this uh, stat up.
1: Oh, Lance. Yeah, we have we – have, the Coaster podcast has a problem with uh, –
0: One of the local guys. Yeah, one of the not local Lance guys. Not Lance McAllister. Not
1: Lance McAllister. No, he's fine. It's the other local guy. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll tell you that story one day.
1: Yeah.
0: So – well, no, so. So last year, the Bengals D allowed 402 yards rushing in the final regular game. Oh, God. 402 yards. Who did we play? I don't know. I think Jim Brown and (laughs) and, uh, what was his name? Crazy Legs. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Jesus Christ. This year in the first three games, we've allowed 235 yards in the first three games of the season. And look who we were up against. This guy Harris from Pittsburgh is good. Yeah. He's good. And then we had uh, the Montgomery, Minnes- from Mo- Montgomery from Chicago. And we had Cook from Minnesota.
1: So, who's getting all the yards? Because we shut those guys under 100, didn't we?
0: Well, there's nobody getting all the yards. That's three games, 235 yards. Yeah. I mean, that's all added up. I mean, you know what I mean? That's 70 something yards, 70 something yard average, roughly. Now, so if you add in a couple of quarterback scrambles.
1: That's where the yards are coming. Because our defense is shutting down the run game.
0: Well, yeah, but these, but these yards—that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing. No. Um. So look, Najee Harris had 40 yards, right? David Montgomery had 61 yards, and Dalvin Cook, two-time Pro Bowler, had 61 yards. Yeah. So if you add that up, and then, like I say, put in a couple of scrambles, a couple of scrambles, maybe an end around here or there, maybe a, a, a fullback got a couple of, 235 yards in three games. And we gave up 400 yards in one game le- last year. So, the Bengals' defense is legit. And that guy, uh, what's his face? The linebacker. Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson. Legit as could be. He is. He's legit. The,
1: uh, en- the Enquirer compared him to Odell Thurman. Now, let's just hope on the field.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Well, I, I don't like when they start – saying, oh, this guy's the next this, next that, you know. I don't like that, but. I hope
1: he's the next Ray Lewis Well, on the field.
0: You know, <laughs> what are you going to do? And, I, and, and, you know, when people do that, it's like, oh, man, this guy's going to be the next so. Well, you didn't predict the first one. No. You know, and, and and I like now that people are saying stuff like, oh, well, even with Joe, you know I love Joe Burrow, but even with Joe, oh, well, he's a future Hall of Famer. Well, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. He's going to do this. He's next Tom Brady. Well, you didn't predict the first Tom Brady.
1: Future Hall of Famer is thrown around so easy I uh, know,
0: and I don't want to hear it. Just concentrate on this. these games coming up. But this was a th- – for for longtime Bengal fans like you, me, a lot of the people on Twitter who are diehard fans, and our guy, our main man, L.P., from Cincy Fan Talking yeah. Podcast, you know we've suffered under Pittsburgh's thumb forever, and yesterday wasn't just we squeaked out a win. No, we I mean they were dominated. beat. You know they were we beating
1: physically beat. Physically beat
0: them up. Yeah, they were. Now people are going to say, "Well, Big Ben's getting old." Well, you know what? He decided to play. Yeah, that's all. That's, when I hear when I hear that kind of stuff, I go, "You know what? Then don't play." Like Michael Jordan said in The Last Dance, "If you don't want to win, don't play." <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. just don't play. I mean,
1: they got some pretty uh, – I mean, they had a couple guys out to stop the thing. But, I okay. mean, I'm sure that those two guys haven't made every single sack right. on the team <laughs> right. ever. Right. The Bengals' offensive line is looking better and better. I mean, what are you going to say? I mean, what are you he say? didn't get touched.
0: No, yes, sir. You don't
1: touched. get touched. Um. Uh, they, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> You're all over it. Yeah, they they didn't get they didn't get touched. We did pretty good. So I'm looking at Twitter this morning, right? Looking at the Twitter, as they say. Well, let me ask you this: You think yeah, Zach ahead.
1: Taylor's job is on the line this year?
0: No, no. I'm. You know, I look. I disagreed wholeheartedly when Zach Taylor went for that fourth down and so on and so uh, a yeah. couple weeks last week. Yeah, against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah I, di- I didn't like that. But the thing is, in sports now, you have to win right now. Everything has to be done yes. right now. Uh, you can't make one mistake, and I'm going to bring it back up, when Chase dropped those balls in a meaningless preseason game, which I said here, we both did. In a meaningless preseason game, people were all ready to jump off the chase bandwagon.
1: No, I was worried. I, I was worried. Uh, Especially I wasn't when he remotely. said the ball was too big. And I'm right. like, oh,
0: God, please. But I wasn't remotely worried. I even said it here. wasn't remotely worried uh, about it uh, because preseason doesn't matter. And that's a topic for another day. But preseason doesn't matter. This proves it. Our quarterback didn't play Played three snaps in preseason. But now somehow he's able to complete passes like he's been doing since he was nine. So preseason doesn't matter. He's –
1: Joe Burrow's a stud. He really is. He's – him and that kid for San Diego, they're the future of the NFL. I don't think these four that just got drafted are that good.
0: Yeah, but see, but here we go again. You've fallen into that trap. You just said that about Brady. Yeah. When he came, when when Bledsoe got hurt, I was one of the ones that said, "Uh oh, well, New England's season is over. Who is this guy?" I remember I, I called my sister on the telephone.
1: On the telephone.
0: On the telephone. I called my sister and I'm like, "That's it, New England's done. Look at this dude. Yeah, and here's number twelve, with his helmet looked like it was too big for him. And we looked him up." Uh, at the time, and he'd taken it in the sixth round. We were like, "Well, that's the end of the Patriots." So it's not like, so yeah, you, you, you can't right. you can't tell, uh, you you can't tell. Only thing that only thing that you can tell is wins and losses. That's all you can tell.
1: Well, you know, to get back to the Bengals, it we're in first place. It's hard to remember when we were in first place. Right now, we're tied with three other teams. But still, we're in first place, <laughs> right? Um, and you can't take that away from us right now.
0: Well, we're doing good. It's looking good. We have Jack. Oh, I want. Wonder- oh, 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 no, no, no. Before we move on, I have to say, all of the experts picked Pittsburgh yesterday. The so-called experts, air quotes expert. Um, here's the scores they predicted. Now, this was just on ESPN. 28-3 Pittsburgh, 42-9 Pittsburgh, 31-10 to 10, Pittsburgh. Jesus. Booger McFarlane picked Pittsburgh, quote, by a lot. He didn't even give numbers. He just said by a lot, a lot. Pittsburgh's going to win. These are the guys that's getting paid, the people that's getting paid to do this. That's why I say the best job in sports is expert. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, and then some of the other experts just said the Bengals. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, flat out. Flat out. Joe Mixon yesterday had 90 yards, five yards of carry. I mean, we're clicking on all cylinders. They showed up for this game. Yeah, they did. They showed up. We had 35 fewer offensive plays yesterday and won by 14 points.
1: I know. We, it, we, they dominated time of possession, and which is good. We made them run those long drives for field goals. Well, yesterday, Bengals' defense gave up one touchdown. Right. The week before, Bengals' defense gave up one touchdown. Right. The week before that, it was 27-24. Mm-hmm. I think they gave up two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them was because we gave the ball to them on the 30-yard line. Right. So, Bengals' defense playing good.
0: Doing good. Now, next up is the mighty Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I say that facetiously, obviously. I don't think they've won a game, have they? Uh,
1: I don't think they have.
0: But they do have uh, – They gave the Cardinals it? a good game. They gave the Cardinals a good yeah, game? the Cardinals a
1: good yeah. game. Phoenix.
0: And who's that quarterback? What's his name? I try to Trevor forget Lawrence. him. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, who I'm, I'm glad we don't have him.
1: Trevor Lawrence's head is bigger than ours. <laughs> and that is saying a lot. Isn't it? Have you seen his <laughs> head? His head is humongous. Uh, yeah, it he is. He puts Peyton Manning to
0: shame. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard <laughs> to do. But, you know, I am not by any stretch of the imagination an Urban Meyer fan at all. Not even a little bit. And I know there's some Urban Meyer fans here in Ohio that are rooting for Urban uh, Meyer. They're rooting for Urban Meyer. I don't like him as a coach. Can't stand him. I hope they go 0 17 or however many games they play now. So I can't wait to get them here on Thursday night. Now this is gonna be a big game because the Bengals are gonna big, 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 big game because the Bengals are going to reveal the Ring of Honor that yes, night. Yes, Finally. It's Thursday night. It's prime time coming off of it's gonna be a short week, but coming off of a of a major victory. I just hope they don't get let down mentally, but I don't think that's going to be an issue.
1: No, no. I don't tell you why it won't be an issue. There's too much pride on the defense to let it down. And when your defense is playing good, you're in every single game. Every game. Every game. No matter what the score. I remember – now, I'm not comparing our defense to the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl. But I remember the Ravens won five straight games – without scoring a touchdown and one with their defense. Right. So, if you can, if you have a defense, you're in every single game. Every game. And I think with the high ranking, last time I saw, I didn't see today, but before yesterday's game, they were ranked sixth. They'll want to keep that ranking that way. And I'm sure they're going to have some some sets for uh, Trevor Lawrence that he hasn't seen. So, Joe Burrow, if he, who was the first round pick last year, the talk this year was if Trevor Lawrence was available last year, would the Bengals have taken him over Joe Burrow? Well, I can. That's going to motivate Joe. Oh, you, right now, you know
0: how he is.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he is ice water.
0: He really is. He really is. I mean, he is.
1: You look. That kid from San Diego is good. I mean, I'm sorry, from the Los Angeles Chargers is really good. That's Herbert, right, Justin Herbert? Herbert is really good. And I don't know if Burroughs is as good as him from what we've seen in, you know, the early going. This kid is – he looks like Roethlisberger at 22. I mean, he's huge. But that's like saying, do you think Brady is better than Rodgers? And if you say yes – would you take Rodgers? Yeah. So, Herbert, Lam, okay, let's just say he ends up better than Burrow. But Burrow is second best. Okay. <laughs> I got that. Well, that
0: better thing is so deceptive. because yes. Because when you, when you look at Peyton Manning, for me, playing that position of quarterback, for me, I think he was the perfect quarterback. He was in control of the entire offense. He knew what everybody was doing. Not that others aren't, but I just think he did it better than most of them. So now you're putting a team together. Yeah. And somebody says, well, hey, you want this guy Peyton Manning or do you want this guy Tom Brady? Now, I don't think you can go wrong either way. You can't go wrong either way. But was either one of them better than the other? I don't know. It depends on the system and so forth and so on. Both of them won Super Bowls yeah. with different teams. Right. Of course, obviously Brady won more, but that's my whole point. That's my whole point. I don't know. Is Herbert better? what does that mean? Does that mean he can throw further? Uh, he can see the defense better. I don't know. What does that mean? You know. So only thing means anything is two and one. That's but you right. know. But you know who I don't want to. I don't want to. Three and zero. Oh. I don't want to gloss over in this as Tyler Boyd, you know, Tyler Boyd is still the consistent possession guy. Obviously Chase is doing his thing. Uh, Obviously when Higgins wasn't hurt, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that, that um, a lot of people kind of gloss over Higgins also has a couple of touchdown passes, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, he was hurt yesterday. He wasn't in. Hopefully he can come back Thursday, but Tyler Boyd, is still producing no matter. I mean, AJ was here. Oh, John Ross is going to be this guy, this guy. And and no, no slam against him. He just didn't pan out. Right. Right. But Boyd is still that consistent guy. And that touchdown yesterday that he, that he made was the perfect touchdown for that slot position. Yeah. Yeah. He ran across. uh, It was a, it was a quick uh, double move or a stop and go got hit was right there with three people. Spun off and was about ten yards. Yeah. And then dived into the end zone. That's perfect for that for that position because it's kinda like Edelman and um those guys up in New England. They're not expected to outrun everybody on a fly. We have yeah, pe- huh? we have we have people for that. We have Chase and Higgins for that. I guess the order speed wise would be Chase Higgins Boyd, wouldn't it? I'm G- guessing. Oh yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So we have a speed guy, and then we have a second speed guy. And, oh, by the way, if you cover those guys. We have a possession receiver. We have a possession guy that's going to irritate the hell out of you by getting eight to ten yards a catch. Yeah. And then if he hits it just right, he'll break it for 20 and be in the end zone. I mean, he's not slow by any stretch of the imagination, but but, uh, he's not our defense stretcher, you know. But the point is he's a solid – uh producing uh um he's a solid yep. producing wide receiver and I don't want him to get lost in the mix but you looked up a stat yesterday when we were watching the game you know yesterday we had a we had a private screening of the game oh yeah you know yesterday you know how it is when you court, you, you walk into a restaurant and you say is anybody sitting here and they say no you sit down <laughs> that's our private screening yeah but you looked it up that boyd Higgins, up until yesterday, and Chase all have about yep. the same amount of targets. Well, we were we were worried watching the game that
1: he was picking out, Bro was picking out uh, Chase too much. Remember, we were like, oh, you better start throwing. Well, after I saw, looked it up, he's thrown, and I'm going to be off on these because I don't have them right in front of me. But it was like 18 targets to Boyd. Sixteen to Higgins, f- uh, fifteen to Chase. So he yeah. is spreading it all over the field to the three guys, and then the next guy has got like seven, which right. is the way we want it. We don't want every ball thrown to CJ Ozama. Who's the guy I know you're C. talking C. about.
0: Uh, Ozama. Ozama. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's perfect, and they're they're clicking. But the big. Um, One of the big surprises yesterday, not surprising you, you're high on this guy, is uh, Logan Wilson. I'm high
1: on him, yeah. I really like this guy. Um, Joe Burrow said in his press conference, he said he's one of the best young linebackers in the uh, NFL. And he said he can read a quarterback's eyes better than anybody he's ever seen. And that's why, if you notice, he's in the spots. I mean, Russell threw it. Like he was the receiver. Right. And in the game before that, remember he dropped back against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about the rookie quarterback. Yeah, but, but still. But he was like right there and he threw it right to him. And everybody kept saying, Well, maybe Ben didn't seem, or maybe Evans didn't is it Evans? What's the guy for Chicago? Fields. Fields. Fields didn't seem, but
0: could be that he's just that He's just that know, good. He's got that, you know, good. Well, Thursday's going to be big. Yes, I don't think we're going to have – I'm hoping. We don't have a problem with Jacksonville. I'm hoping. But the only problem is this is – this is either going to go one or two ways. They're going to be excited about being on national TV. We're going to show you who we are. Or maybe that will get to them. I don't think it'll get to him. It got to Dalton. Burrow's been in big games. Okay, not NFL games, but this was a big game last week. He's been in some big college games. So is Chase. So is Boyd. Uh, so is Mixon. So I think I don't think we're gonna have any kind of letdown because we're on Thursday night football. You know what I mean? Before we used to panic. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, Dalton,
1: his bad record on <laughs> national games. Yeah, but it's not just Dalton.
0: No, Whole no team. We, did. we weren't prepared. Now, last week, Burrow had a bad game. Yeah. So, let's just figure every five or six games, any quarterback will have a bad game. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got this one out of his system. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's out of his system. I'm, We're ready I'm, to go. I'm glad he didn't have yet. I'm glad he didn't have this uh, bad game on thursday night because people would say oh the bingles can't play yeah yeah you know so steve you know we've covered vegas yeah we've covered our beloved bingles yes so so we have another appointment we don't even have time to say what we learned but we know what we learned yes we kind of know what we learned um
1: vegas is fun Bengals are good
0: vegas is fun bingles are good el cortez great el cortez is great bellagio you might want to pick another restaurant
1: yeah you might want to pick another buffet.
0: That's kind of what we learned today. Yeah. So we have to get out of here. We have some more people to go talk to about some upcoming episodes. Uh, I have some 5K reviews on the shelf, ready, ready to roll. Don't have time to do them today. We'll get to those. We'll get to those. But as usual, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're back on. We'll have some travel stories for you on the next few episodes. Uh, we have some fun stuff that happened. Yep. And uh, please log on, subscribe, download, uh, follow us on social media. We're all over. And I'm starting to ramp up the TikTok. I'm learning how to use the TikTok. You know, I'm not real good at it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, check us out on social media, anywhere you podcast. And with that, I'm going to say I'm Kurt.
1: And I'm Steve. All right, guys, have
0: a great day. day.